Dear Sangha, today is three o'clock in France, but only if only two hours forty five minutes until um death in Vietnam. And in Vietnam many people are listening you know, listening to our talk today directly online. We're lucky to have a chance to sit together at this moment. This is the moment of the last year, on the year, last as a spiritual family. And we sit together in, with brotherhood and sisterhood. That is an, an occasion for us to connect our ancestors. We know that the trees have have their roots. Rivers have their sources. And people have their ancestors. And so in our city meditation this afternoon, we're connecting with our ancestors. We know that our ancestors are present in every cell of our body. A person who lost her her roots, who is who is cut off from her ancestors, is a person who cannot be happy, just as a tree. Without the roots, a tree cannot survive. If we don't have, if we don't find our roots, then we cannot live. And and Lunar New Year Day is a chance for us to come in touch with our. Our roots. And in Asian countries, as well as um, there are, they think that there are two worlds. One is the um, the 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 hell realm where they see deceased people live. The other world. The other world. And there's another word is called uh, um, you, which is a world where we are living right now. And this is a this is a very popular belief in the world. Everyone uh, thinks that there is a realm where we live, and when we die, then we go to the other world. Um, and we do everything possible to to establish communications between our world and the other world. And in Asia, they call that world the, the other world. The Nine River, Nine River, Guzheng. Nine sources, the word of nine sources. They called it also the golden, the the golden spring. 
and we and we have a deep desire to have connection with the other the other realm so that we can communicate with our our parents our ancestors and in vietnam we have um we have a tradition of worshiping ancestors and that every family no matter how poor they are they have an ancestor i mean an altar to worship ancestors and on the altar there's a vase of flowers and perhaps a picture of a photo of those who are deceased a grandfather grandmother uh, uh, who represent uh, that represent the other world and for so many centuries we practice to come in touch with with uh, the other the other realm by going to in front of the altar and lighting incense and this this it takes only a minute to do this but every day we offer an incense to the ancestors and in that moment a minute or two we have the occasion to remember and establish connection with our ancestors on the other side of the you know the other side the other world and one time i gave a i i lectured at an institute um, in ho chi minh city and there were many scientists and they have um of philosophers marxist philosophers and i told them that going in front of the ancestor uh, altar and light in incense and come in touch with the ancestors is not a superstitious uh, act but it's a very uh, scientific act why are we um clean the the altar why are we light in incense our mind is um directed to our ancestors and so we strengthen our connection with our ancestors our the health of a human depends on our roots whether we have roots or not if we don't have roots then we don't we're not healthy therefore a minute or two to tell come in touch with our ancestors is to solidify our connection with our ancestors and this is very scientific a scientific way to keep have a good mental health and so they consider this as superstitious and there's a science scientists who say that when we burnt like um a uh, paper clothing and money to the ancestors is superstitious and i said no it's not there is there is some kind of there is love underneath the act of burning a uh, paper clothes or ba- paper car or paper money for our ancestors on the other side of the world to use it at on the surface it look like it's superstitious but on on the depth on
on its depths, there is beautiful love. Why do we do this? Because we remember and we love our our loved ones who have passed away, and this is a way for us to express our our this beautiful feeling, this love, our uh, our uh, our loyalty, our miss missing them. And if we lose these uh, capacities, then we we no longer civilized. We suffer a lot, and so. The action when we look outside, it's, it looks superstitious, such as burning paper clothes, burning paper money, but it contains a beautiful, a, um, something beautiful in our tradition, remembering our ancestors, and if we, and if, and that if we we do not allow them to worship in this way, then. We're um, we're cutting off these beauties that they have. And in 1963, I um, was the first time we had the first rose festival, and it was uh, all the young people, students who had was the first time in 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 Vietnam that wore a rose on their pa- on their on their jacket. And it's a day when we invite all our parents to the ceremony, and we express our love to our parents. And one per, a person can have one rose or two rose on their lapel. Uh, if one fa- family, one parent is alive, we have one rose. If if um, if both are still alive, we have two roses. Two red roses. If one is dead, we have one white rose. If two are dead, then we have two white roses. And it looks like a superstitious, uh, a superstitious thing, but it is not. But from 1692 until now, it's more than half a century, and the ceremony, rose rose ceremony, had replaced somewhat to um, the um, the 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 belief in burning clothes and money. And I told the scientists at this um, communist institute that as long as you haven't found a different way for the people to worship, then we should not uh, banish um, this way of uh, worshiping ancestors. And they were able to see that. At first, um, the the officials are afraid to offer incense and afraid to be seen bowing in front of the ancestors. But then after that day, they were, they worship uh, openly and and offer incense openly to their ancestors. And so when they went to um, a place where they offer incense to the ancestors of the land, they were not afraid to offer the incense to 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 the ancestor, and this was 2005 when Thai went to Vietnam for the first time. And in Plum Village, we go in depth into uh, the Buddhist teaching, and we've discovered that these two realms are just one. 
there's a stream, but there's no separation. And if we know, we can come in touch with our ancestors, our parents, our loved ones in this very moment without having to go to the other side, to the other realm. Scientists are also on that path. Scientists also try to to uh, bridge the gap, fill the gap. In the past, people thought that matter and energy are two separate, two different things. One is matter and the other is energy. And that matter is not energy and energy is not matter. But now, scientists found the truth is that it's the truth to connect these two that matter and energy are not two separate things. That matter can become energy and energy can become matter. And this is the law of, law of uh, conservation of energy. And there's no boundaries between energy and matter. They're uh, un- unif- the unified. They have um, a non-dualistic view between matter and energy. And scientists have discovered that between electricity and magnetic magnetism are are, um, are one that magnetism is electricity and electricity is magnetism they're two phases of reality and that there's no boundary between there's a river there's a stream but there's no one uh, this side and that side sound and air and space are not two separate things because in space in air there are molecules there are molecules of air and then when these molecules are stimulated it creates sound And so, sound and air are two things. I mean, they're one thing. The heat also, the heat and matters are the same thing. Because the molecule of matters are, when they stimulate it, they create heat. When we warm up a food in the microwave oven, The, mole- the water molecule that that stimulate very fast, they create heat. And so, heat and matter are one thing. And science is on the path to unified, to and remove a lot of um, boundaries between this and that. And for many centuries, we think that. The earth and the sky are two different things. The earth, the heaven. And we think that up there, there is a palace. And that the palace up there, they take care of their kingdom up there. And that we are taking care of our kingdom down here. 
and that heaven and, and earth are two separate things. But when they've discovered the law of universal gravity, and we know that both heaven and, and earth are, are under, the con- the, the, under the control of this gravity law, we know that heaven is in the earth, and the earth is in the heaven. Earth is part of the heaven, and heaven is part of the earth. There's no uh, boundaries between them. And air friends have an advertising lines. We don't know who created it. That that um, the sky, the sky is the most beautiful place on earth. And so the earth and the sky are not two separate things. There's no separation between the earth and the sky. And if we study Buddhism deeply, we know that there's no separation between this world and the other world. When we look deeply into this world, we see that the other world is right here. We can come in touch with it. We can connect with it. We can communicate with the people in the other world right here. Have you ever looked at a cloud? The cloud has the color of pink, yellow, white, black. And a cloud, it can become rain. And we said the cloud is dying. We don't, because we think it's dying because it's no longer there in the sky. But the cloud never dies. The cloud only turned into snow or rain. It, it, um, it goes in a cycle. And so when we look deeply into the cloud, we can communicate with the cloud. Dear cloud, I know, I know you will not die. You can become rain, snow, ice, but you can never die. And tomorrow, when you're no longer there, then I will not lament because I know you have not died. And I can look for you in other forms, in new forms, in snow or river or the rain. And this is called looking deeply. And the scientists also know this. They discover the law of no birth, no death, of matters and energy. The law... The, um, the law of uh, thermodynamics says that we cannot create energy, we cannot create matter, and that um, and that a matter can, can become energy, and energy can become another energy, or it can become matter, but its substance, its essence, it's no birth, no death. And this is, we learn, we, this is what we see in the Heart Sutra, that the nature of things are... And no birth, no death, no coming, no going. And this is very scientific. And in Vietnam, because we 
because we love we loved those uh, our, our loved one who passed away. We try to find every ways possible to connect with them. We use many different ways, and one of those is called um, go 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 go. Gauke is when you, um, someone possessed, and 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 so many arts in it. Lindung, it's a kind of medium, like someone is a medium, someone being possessed by a, you know. Going into trends. That's what calling them is. <laughs> and this tradition has um, is in existence for thousands of years in Vietnam. And we want to have connection with our um, um, with mother mother nature. We believe that there's a mother. It's not mother of Jesus Christ, but the mother of our mother that has her roots in on the forest. The forest. Her name is Bamao Thuangang. So, mothers of the forest. And we have another mother called Mother of Water. Because without the river, without the forest, we cannot live. Without the river, we cannot survive. is her name. And the mother of the forest, when she appears, she's in a in a green robe. And the ma- and mother of water, when she appears, she's in the white robe. Because in Vietnam, they have many um, um, shrines, many shrines to to worship these two mothers. And sometimes we called uh, we 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 called the mothers to come to help us how to live, and uh, we will have called they're called Gaudong Kodong, and we will have a play on Gaudong and Kodong later. And the person who's in trance. Um, he will he will have to be in ve- eat vegetarian food many days. He has to clean himself, sweep on or uh, sleep on the floor, so that the mother can can possess can come in him, and the mother can dance and can offer some guidance to us. And we're very um, thirsty for this guidance. And the mother comes comes back to offer us uh, supporting guidance. And Shiku Jung Kong shared a story with us that one day in her family, 
they they had um, her father. Uh, they had a, a a ceremony where they invite her father to come back to talk to the family, and she asked her father, "Where do you, uh, Dad? Where do you, where do you hide? Where do you hide my ID cards? I couldn't find them." And and her dad answered, and she was she was able to find her ID cards. And so, and so the people like to to come in touch with their ancestors, their people who passed away, and they share all kinds of stuff. Just just where do you find? Where do you hide the ID cards so I can look for them? And everybody participate in this trance. They have to be really clean. They wear good clothes, and they have to sit really still. And they listen to the music, and they listen to this um, singing, singing that, that helps them to let go of you know everyday everyday preoccupation, so that they can concentrate, um, concentrate, and they feel really light. And the collective energy help help the this spirit to possess in this person, and this person will stand up and will dance, will sing, and will offer offer guidance to live uh, to live harmonious harmoniously in in the family. And when we look at it, we see that it's superstitious. But there's beauties and ethics in it, so we should not readily criticize it and judge it. And today we talk about the subject of uh, happiness. And we know that in Plum Village. The first three days, we will have oracle reading, and Gu Mingyu uh, is not uh, entranced, but he's in. He's he's possessed in these verses, and he will offer us guidance through these verses. And so, if you stay for the first, second, and third day, you will have a chance to pick an oracle, and you, perhaps you remember. Tuikyu went and left Tushin. Tushin already have um, a wife, but because he was head over heels in love with her, that he used all his money to buy Tuikyu out of the um, brother, and they lived together for half a year happily. At the beginning. The, his father did not wanted it, did not approve. But because she was so kind and so such a good person, that uh, the father accepted her, and the two lived. And they know that they cannot keep a secret, and that one day his wife will know. And so Tuikyu uh, share with with Tushin that maybe that you should go to tell her that she's happy to have to be the second wife. And he 
So you should go and tell him, tell her honestly about a relationship. Otherwise, I would not feel at peace. And and so he he listened to her and went home. But at in at that time, his wife already knew about this, and she found. She she she's looking for a way to kidnap, kidnap Tokyo. So she hired two two men to go to her her place, and they went by a ship. So it was faster than by land. And when they got there at night, they burned the house and kidnapped her, kidnapped Kyu, and put. Her on the boat and took her back home, back to, to, uh, to how to her home, and they they u- they used a a dead body and threw it in the fire, um, to so that they can remove all evidence of her being kidnapped. So people think she's dead, and so when her family uh, turn off uh, turn turn. Um, Turn off. Um, put out the fire. They found a corpse, a dead black corpse, and they believed that it was Gil who was dead. Um, but at that time, Gil was alive. And Tuxin um, was visiting his wife and returned, and and found out that. Tukio, his beloved, was dead. Tuxin saw when he went home to his first wife. His wife was silent and quiet. So he thought, "Why should I tell the truth?" So he did not. He did not listen to Gil to tell the whole truth. So when Tuxin. Went back to the house with Gil. Gil was no longer there, and they had like an ancestor, an altar for Gil. Gil went to the other, the other world, and and we can imagine his suffering. They had just lived together for half a year, and when Gil lived with um, the Hai later on, they. They also lived together for half a year. Tuikyu had days when she was happy, and and um, had half a year with Tuxin, someone that really loved her, and also half a year, the second man that had truly loved her. And when and when Tuxin went ho- went home and and heard that. Tuki was dead. He suffered enormously. She she la- she died without saying a word. And she he wanted he wanted to ask one question: Why did you leave without saying anything? And among us is the same. Sometimes our loved one passed away. They. And without saying anything to us, and and um, he heard that in that area there's a man who has uh, supernatural power. 
he can he can he can look for her. He can go to the other world and look for for that spirit and ask uh, and ask um, and and can ask the question, answer the question for for him. The question why she left without saying anything. And so it took a lot of effort and energy to invite this this man, this psychic man, and they had and and he touched the earth before him. And this man had a a scarf on his head, and went to the other side. And then he came back. He came back and he said, "I looked all over on the other side, but I couldn't find her." And I investigated, but I could not find her at all. And I, I investigated that, that this person is not yet dead, and that this person will have a lot of accidents. Um, she will not easily die. So, this person will not easily die. Not easily die because, because if you die, then it's easy. It's not because she still have a lot of uh, karma, a lot of heavy, uh, a lot of um, a lot of karma, a lot of baggages that that you will be able to find her in a in a year. So this this person is in a deep grave uh, problem, and she was kidnapped. She was uh, beaten, and she was put in as a slave in the house. And they will read the verse, and go sister Tong will chant it. So in that region, they heard of a, a master who has um, high supernatural power. And in up in the in the up in heaven, and also in in the in the other world, in the nine uh, nine sources, that he will be able to find anything. And he, and he used all his time and energy to look for this man in order to ask where her where her whereabouts. And in front of the in front of the the altar, uh, this master touched the earth, bow, and was left the body to go to the other world to look for her. And he came back and reported that he could not find her anywhere on the other side. <coughs> and that this person has very heavy, heavy karma and has a lot of um, uh, debts to pay. And that within one year, you will be able to find her. But this master said it correctly. 
that the, but the family didn't believe him. And so they were still worshiping her, offering her, uh, worshiping her for 49 days. And that every day they offer food and drink to her. And the second time that Gil died, he, uh, he, she died on the uh, Diengdeng River. And many people thought that Gil died, but in, in fact, she was still alive. We just breathe, practice breathing in, I know I'm still alive. We are still alive. That's a miracle. That's a great miracle. Tuikyo is still alive. That's also a great miracle. We're sitting here with Thai, with friends. We're still alive because we're still breathing. And when when Tuikyo was forced to wed a um, a governor, a governor of a local governor. She cannot bear it. She jumped into Tingdu River to commit suicide in order to keep her loyalty, loyalty with the Hai. Even though she was not, um, she did not, she did not want to kill the high. She just wanted to have peace. So she was uh, trying to coerce uh, the high to give up, to surrender. But but during that time, people they were not very virtuous. That this man was the high was already surrendered, but they killed him anyways. And so when Tuikyo met uh, Kim Jong, Tuikyo made ten, uh, ten poems. And in these poems, one of them says that um, encourage, uh, that encouraging the to surrender um, instead of uh, waging war was a way to create peace, to help create peace, and not to not to want to kill her. But the person who killed him, not to kill him, but the person who killed him did not have any virtue. And so, also her purpose wasn't to kill the high, but to help the people uh, from dying in war. But But because of her act of encouraging him to surrender as uh, she was died. And so she didn't she did not intentionally died uh, killed him but he died and and she and this poem is um in, uh, encouraging and en- encouraging the high to surrender is correct, is right. We know that Drinkyu is based on a novel, based on a novel, and that when we read the original novel, there's there's um, many things were not I- included. Uh, the ten poems, for example, 
uh, were not included in the 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 tale of guilt. Encouraging the high to surrender is the right thing, but killing the high is is injustice. Even though we do the right thing, but who think he he killed he killed people without mercy, and that is um, that's injustice. And I only want to. Only want to do a thing to help people to suffer less, but but because of that, the hide was dead, was killed, and so when she jumped into the river because she didn't want to face um, the hide to to live with another another man, and that's her expression of loyalty to the hide. And everyone think that when Gil jumped into the river, that she died. There's only one person that knows that Gil was not dead, and that was a nun whose name is Yak Yuying, sister Yak Yuying. After she left Gil, because. After the high succeeded, um, he she invited people that she was grateful to, and one of those people was uh, Sister Yak Yuying. And so, when Sister Yak Yuying uh, say goodbye to the to Gil, after that that incident, she Sister Yak Yuying met a um, a Taoist monk, and. And asked uh, the future of Gil, because in the past, Gil was ordained, was ordained as nun with the name Jack Dream, and had lived with Sister Yak Yuying for some time, and they loved each other very much. But after, but because of accidents, uh, Gil was fallen into the brothel on at the second time. And that's where she met the high, Tuki met the high. And so Sister Yak Yuying met um, this Taoist monk and asked the future of Gil. And this Taoist monk said, has has a very good uh, explanation of um, the situation of Gil. Tuikyu is beautiful and intelligent. But she's unlucky. <laughs> she's beautiful and intelligent, but she's, she's unlucky that she didn't have uh, the fortunate conditions. And also, she's very uh, passionate, and it's because of her passion that she ta- entangles herself in it. And so, this is this is the 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 description of um, the Taoist monk. 
So it was her who tied herself into this, all this suffering. Nobody entangled us. It's us who look for the rope to tie us down. And and because she's very passionate, that she tie entangle herself in it, and in places where she has freedom, she could not enjoy it. In places like at the monastery or the temple, or in Plum Village, when everyone is able to walk freely and calmly, but where we can't, we we're walking as if we're being chased after a ghost, and so in places. Where there's freedom, the, she cannot live. She cannot be at peace. It seemed that demons and devils conducted her. Devils conducted her, and that and that she always seemed to choose uh, suffering, and and so she was in brothel two times. And was wedded twice, and so, and so a lot of suffering, misfortune follows her, and that this suffering she cannot share it with anybody. Only she knows it herself, and it's this suffering that she falls into. She falls into so many. Um, Misfortunate situations, and and I remember in the past, from we wrote uh, verses like that. It's like the moon; you are very free and calm, but I cannot be still. And not being able to sit, be still, is not peaceful. And that to to have peace, we need to practice. We need to breathe, uh, to practice mindful breathing, mindful steps, to calm our emotions, our suffering, and to come in touch with the wonders of life, to be nourished by these wonders, and and to help us to calm our suffering, to soothe our suffering, and help us to see a way out. If not, then we cannot be at peace. And still, when we sit, when we sit, when we walk, and the demons and the devils are guiding our path, and these de- demons and devils are our anger, our frustration, and with these, the demon and devils are guiding our path, and we're choosing. She's choosing path of suffering, and when. Sister Yakyang heard about this. She was shocked, and she felt so pity for for Gil. What a it's a a life of suffering. What's there to live for? What is left? There's what's left for her and for other for for others. This um, Taoist monk said, "Don't worry about it. Even though, even though she she has a lot of suffering like that, but she still have a lot of wholesome, wholesome qualities, a lot of wholesome roots. Uh, 
that her ancestors have given her, have transmitted to her. And the good, good uh, seeds that's given um, to her, good quality transmitted to her by her ancestors, that she can, she can go through these difficulties. And so, so looking into her, there we see that see that she has a lot of wholesome qualities, even though she's passionate. She's passionate with men, but she's no. She never violates. Um, she, like when she met this man uh, in the brothel, she didn't want to engage in sexual relation with him. She said she needs to keep. She needs to keep herself, take care of herself. That love is not sexual desire is not love. This is the third training, the third mindfulness training in Plum Village. In the third mindfulness training, it's very clear that love is not sensual. It's not sexual. Uh, sexual love. It's and that night. Tweekio managed to maintain um, this precept, and and because of her act like that, Kim Jong was able to uh, to act beautifully. And and another good thing she had done is that she had. Sold her body. She has sold her body for a thousand, a thousand pieces of money to um, to f- to free the liberty uh, of her to to free her dad, her father. Um, so that she can complete her duty as a. A, a, a daughter. She knows that if she sells her body into the brothel, she knows that she will, um, she will, um, um, and she knows that she, she, and she, she killed one person to save many people, and that's a a virtue, and help her karma to be light. And it will help her to be to be happy again, and this is what uh, the Taoist monk said. And that this Taoist monk said that he she will commit suicide on the river of Dingdong, and that if she if Sister Yak Yuing wants to continue um, this relationship with her younger sister in the Dharma, that she should go to Dingdong in five years' time. And and she will and Sister Yagyan will have a chance to save save Yak uh, save Kyu. Uh, and so Yagyan went to this uh, this river and uh, put up a hut. And she had leased um, she had leased two people to uh, to go sh- uh, sh- fishing, but not for fish, but to fish. Uh, her body, the body of Gyu, and as a nun, she does she doesn't eat fish, but she pay money for this man, these two men, 
not to fish. That if they caught, if they catch fish, they would have to let the fish go. They only try to catch the body of Gyu when she jumped into the river. And so, when the boat went to the river, and there was a lot of uh, waves, strong waves, and when she found out that it was the Ngdung River, she recalled that in the past, when she met a, a, a um, she met, in her dream, she met um, a woman who told her that she would die, she would die on the Ngdung River. And so she wrote a poem and left the poem and jumped in the river. And so these two fishermen uh, caught her and brought her to the to the hut, to the temple. And um, sister Sister Yak Yuen shaved her head, and be- she Gil became a nun again. And they lived together on this hut by the Dingdong River. And a couple months later, um, the family of Kim Jong and 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 Gil came by, came nearby. They knew that the war had ended, and they were they went to this area to look for Gil. And so people were saying that, that on that day, Tui Gil, Tui Gil had. Um, had uh, you, um course course uh, to surrender, but she was she was he was killed and she was caught as as a slave and that she killed herself on river and and Tuichang, he was um he was already wedded to the younger sister of of Gil. And so so they came to the place where Thuy Gil committed suicide. They 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 let her them know the truth that that one day in a war it was, and the high was killed, and Gil had them. Gil was um, did not get any reward for her for efforts to end war, um, but she was forced to marry. A governor, and on the river of Tiendung, she jumped into the river and killed herself. And so the family, her family, um, conducted a ceremony to pray for Kyu. And in the regional text, they have a really really profound um, requiem. And so when they invited the monks to come uh, and to offer this requiem ceremony, and then 
During that time, Sister Yak Yuen came by and saw the ceremony and, and saw this, all this banner that says the person who killed, who, who, was, who was dead is Gil. And she asked these people, who are you? Twikil is still alive. Why do you ha- conduct this requiem ceremony for her? It was by coincidence that Yak Yuin comes by the ceremony and saw, I saw the name of Gil on the on the banner, and asked, uh, "She is still alive. Why are you crying for her?" And so this is the second time that they they have a ceremony to pray for her, for the dead. And when we sit and say, remind us of the breathing in, I know I'm still alive, uh, to remind us that we're not dead and that being alive is a miracle. To be alive and to be sitting here with Thai, with co-practitioners, it's a miracle. We have to celebrate. And at that time, the family said, Dear sisters, this is the father of Gil, this is the mother of Gil, this is the younger sister of Gil, younger brother of Gil, and this is the um, sister-in-law of Gil. And this is her old lover, her old lover, ex-lover. We are the family of Q. And the sister said, I said, I'm a friend of Q. And when Q committed suicide, I had saved her. And now we are living together at a temple about two kilometers from here. And that if you want, I can take you there. It was a, a wonder, wonderful news. No one could imagine that. And so all the food, all the fruits that were offering, all the incense, and all the, they threw them all and followed Sister Yak Yuying. And so they go along the river, and after the, 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 the reeds, the forest of reeds, they came to the uh, front yard of the temple, of the hut. And Yak Yuin called Gil from the front yard, and Gil came out of the house and saw her whole family. Then her dad and her parents are still well. Her two uh, brothers and sisters are well, and Kim Jong, who is her ex-lover, was there, and and this is this is not a dream. And the best line is that that we're not waiting for this moment, 
and that it is this moment is here. The present moment is so beautiful that that we think it's not real. Fifteen years, and every night she would dream of her parents, family. Every night she feel felt despair, and now at this moment, all her beloved ones are right in front of her. It's a very um, and it's a very that knowing this is the moment that we should write up this verse and put it up because we don't treasure what we have. We are still alive, but we don't treasure the truth that we are alive. That we let our affliction, our anger, our craving, our despair take over us. We're not truly alive. We're not truly living the moment that's given to us. We don't have the capacity to live the present moment. We always regret of the past and worry for the future. We cannot. You don't have the capacity to live the present moment, and the present moment is wondrous. So we always think of the future. Yeah. When can I have this diploma? When I can I marry this person? When can I have this a house like that? When can I have a career like that before I can happy, and that this time can never come? And we sacrifice the present moment for the future. And this present moment is very precious. With an in breath, we can return to a body. Our body is a precious, most precious gift of our ancestors. But can we know how to cherish this body, or are we punishing this body? If we are punishing our body, then we are also punishing our parents because our parents are in in our body. If we punishing our mind, our body, we are also punishing our ancestors. And in the present moment, I breathe in, and I know I have a body, and that I know, in the present moment, that I have a body, and that I have I carry my parents and ancestors in my body. And we, 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 we give up the present moment to look, uh, to search for an illusory image of happiness. And so, in Plum Village, we always use. The breathing, the steps to come back to the present moment, to take care and to treasure the present moment, because life is only present in the present moment. The past has gone, and the future hasn't arrived, and life on is only present in the here now. And so, in Plum Village, every step, every breath has to has the function. Of bringing us to the present moment, when is oh, this? 
we're still alive today. We're still sitting with our loved ones. We have teachers. We have friends. What more do we look for? Why can we not be happy in this moment? And the first night, when Kiu, Kiu, and Kim Jong met one another, Kiu, uh, you already have that with that insight that the present moment is the most precious moment. And that night, that day, the her family went to um, to to the to her mother's side of the family, and she used the excuse of having a headache to stay home. And when the whole family left, she she went. Uh, she climbed over the fence. She breaks through the fence to meet. Kim Jong, and they spent the whole day together at Kim Jong's house. But as the sun was setting, she went back to the house to check whether her family has arrived. But when she came back, her family hasn't returned yet. So she went back to his house. They had lived together very intense day, intense moments. Because they have waited so long to have that moment, and that every moment, every minute was very. Uh, it was very, very tense, and at that that at that moment, Kim Jong was very tired because he had spent the day an intense day with. He, Thank you. So when she came back to his house, he was not enough. He was not enough in a dose. And and when she came back to to his house, the moon the moon was already up, and the her footstep on the pebbles uh, woke him up. But in the state of half asleep and half awake, and looked up and saw Gil, he wasn't sure if Gil was. Was real or or it was just a dream? It was an image in the dream. So Zhang, um, Kim Chang, was half asleep, half awake, and was awakened by. Her footsteps on the pebbles, and looked up at her. She, he could not believe that was real. He thought it was just a dream. And Kim Jong asked, "Are is it true? Is it real that you are you have returned, or is it only just an image in my dream?" And Kyo responded, "Very, um, very good." And it was this, and this is insight of the poet Minyu. And in the tale of Kyo, sometimes the 
Sometimes the poet uh, gives Dharma talks, especially at the beginning and the end. But, but as a poet, he's not a very good Dharma talk giver. But when he writes poetry, it's very good, very, very profound Dharma in, in it. And this is how Tiki responded. She said that it's um, she. she he said that the dark night, the darkest the night, deserted is the garden. But there's no difficulty for anyone who is going to pick up the. The translation is awful. <laughs> so, um, in this moment, we are. We see each other. I see you. You see me, and we have the opportunity to see one another. And we need. We we should recognize our our presence. If not, tomorrow, whatever happened today becomes merely a dream, and now we see each other, and perhaps one day it's only a dream. And our love, beloved one, our parents, or our, be, our, our married, our beloved, if, if we are too busy to live with, to see them, we don't have time to look at the face of our beloved. In the morning, we don't at breakfast. We don't have time to look at our the face of our beloved, and in the evening when we come back, we don't have time to see the face of our beloved. We don't have time to see each other, and this is not called civilization because we are so busy. And so, the secret is today we have time to to see one another, to see one another's face, and to see how precious it is. Um, we see how precious the presence of, our, of the other person is in our life. If we cannot do it today, then we cannot do it. But tomorrow, it, everything becomes a dream. And so the poet encourages us to come back to the present moment to recognize uh, what is precious uh, that we are having right now? What we have, what what we have right now is our body. Our our eyes are still bright. That we can see the moon, the stars. Our legs are still good. That we can climb the mountain and do walking meditation with Thai. There's just so many miracles like that that we don't recognize. Our beloved ones are still there. We can call him or her and say, and to 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 practice the first gata at uh, the first mantra. I'm here for you. These things we don't do. We don't do these things because we don't treasure um, the present moment. And so this present moment, 
will pass like a dream, and tomorrow you will be just a dream. And, and now, this moment, we see each other so that it will not be a dream. When the poet does not give a Dharma talk, then he gives such profound Dharma talks. But when he gives Dharma talk, it's terrible Dharma talk. But if he writes poetry, then it's, and then it's good, really good Dharma talk. When Sister Yak Yuying saved, saved Gil and the two practiced together and they had so many moments of happiness. And the poet Wen Yu also wrote many wondrous lines. The family, the whole house, is living together and with the breeze um, brushing through there. So in the morning, in the morning, our loved one is there. In the morning, my mother is there, our father is there. We are aware that we are still living together. And this is called one family living together. And the fact that we're living together is a great happiness. The moon and the breeze caressing our cheeks and that they have very simple meal. But the simple, very simple food because If we have, a, we have a simple life, then we have time to take care for another, to love one another. If we want a lot of money in and a lot of spending, then we don't have time to look at each other's face. And so, and so to live a simple life, we, um, we won't waste so much time. And so that we're there in the morning and in the afternoon. At night, there's the moon. In the city, there's no moon. If we're too busy, we cannot see the moon. We cannot enjoy the breeze that, that come and caress our face. Nature is a treasure of happiness. With the moon, with the breeze, with the stars, the sky. But if we're too busy, Uh, making a living, then we do not uh, savor all these wonders of nature. The, the wind ca caressing and cooling the face and um, we're having simple meals, simple meals, and that uh, we're not craving and searching for good food And so one family, um, happy in the morning and afternoon, and with the nature around us, we have a lot of time and space to be with one another. And in every, every afternoon, we hear the rising tide, the waves crashing, and in the afternoon, we hear, we see the clouds, 
um, in front of the house. And it, the two of them were very happy together, but Gil miss, misses her family. And, and Sister Yagri said, I'm sure Sister Yagyuan understood um, the the sentiment, the feeling of 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 Gil, that she was happy uh, practicing with her sister, her older sister, but she missed uh, she misses her her family, and Yagyuan is very. Um, Yagyuan said, "Don't worry." One day, I will arrange so that both of us can travel to the north to find your family, to see your family. I'm sure she she said that to tweak you. But she hasn't realized that yet, uh, but already discovered the family of Gil by the shore. And so we will ask Sister Tung Ding to chant these verses. When, when the, um, Sister Yak Yun saved um, Gil from drowning, she, they did everything possible to, to bring her back to life. And when Thuy Gil woke up, um, she's, uh, they were on a boat and saw, saw her sister, her Dharma sister, on the boat. And they, so they went together to the hut um, by the shore of the, on the shore of the river. And that morning and night, they enjoy the breeze, the moon, and all their suffering, all her suffering had completely, um, completely gone. Both felt glad to meet each other. They left the boat to go back to the thatch cottage in which they lived together. There they led a calm and quiet life, greeting the wind and moonlights. Obtaining nourishment from salt and vegetables. Around the cottage, the immeasurable universe spread out to the four corners of the earth. The tide suited their time to the rhythm. The radiant clouds wrapped up their dwelling. It seemed that Gil had paid all the debt of nature from her past misfortunes, but for her first love, in days of your would it re-arrive in this place. And yesterday, Thais sat down to, to translate 
ten poems that Gil had written after fifteen years of separation with her, her, her beloved. And and recalling the past, she, uh, she, the first time when she met Kim Jong, she didn't know how she didn't know about life. She didn't know much about life. She didn't know the nature of life. What is living? What is dying? She only knows one thing. That she was a woman, a young girl, and that her passion, her love, is is a woman's love. <laughs> it's also a condition. It's also a human condition. And she tried, and so the second. That's the first. Um, that's the first uh, poem, and the second poem is she in the first in the first meeting. First encounter is with the um, Oh, Kim Jong. Kim Jong. First meeting with Kim Jong. Um, Um, he was trying to please every. He was. She was please, trying to please him. And the first um, on the wall of Kim Dong Dong's house, there's a there's a painting, and he wanted her to write a poem on it. And when Kim Dong asked her to play the sitar. She complied with him. She complied to him, and pr- but when Kim Jong asked, asked, uh, asked for, asked um, for um, like a relationship, she refused. She said, um, "If she does this, then her love for Kim Jong will be destroyed." Only a couple of weeks ago, a, um, there's a, a prime minister who said in India who said that having sexual relation before marriage is a sin. In Asia, it this is a big issue. Having sexual relation before marriage, it's um, it's unvirtuous. And so, in in the past, um, that's the their ethics, because if if we're being too easy in in sexual relation, then people can look down on us. The other person can look down on us. And so Gil was ple- tried to please uh, everything that Kim Jong requested, but when it comes to a sexual relation, she refused. She said that if we do this, if we have sexual relation, 
it will destroy our love. And we will not respect one another anymore, and we cannot um, cultivate our love very long. Very long. Love is only sexual desire is not correct. And the third verse, and that this, that once she had. Um, she had um, vowed to give her life to her beloved. Uh, she didn't want to go uh, go against it, but because her situation, her difficult situation, she had to sell her body to save her dad. Uh, Fourth poem, sacrificing her her body to save her dad, um, but she lost her life. In the in the original text, there are two word two word mean body tongue tongue. The first word means uh, her relationship with her father. And the second tongue means her own body. And so sacrificing her body to save her dad. Her dad is alive, but she's lost. Even if she wants to, to protect her, her. Um, she wants to protect her. Her reputation. On one side is her, her love. The other side is her reputation. And so, when Ma Tingshin um, used her, abused her sexually, she wanted to commit suicide. She wanted to protect her, her virginity. Uh, to honor her, her father, her parents, her family, but because she she needed the money to save her father from being imprisoned, from from being killed. But but if she killed herself at that moment, it can affect her 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 father. And so. And that if she wants to protect her virginity, then she would not, you know, by killing herself, then she would not be able to fulfill her responsibility of saving her dad. And so she wants to kill herself later after her father's already freed. The, the sixth verse in the brothel. There are there are a lot of violence and abuse, and um, and if she and if she die, if she kills herself, she will not be able to um, and the seven is that 
encouraging the high to surrender instead of waging war. Um, um, they killed the high, even though even though he surrendered, and that's the their fault. They're they're un, they're not virtue virtuous, not the fault of guilt. And that she was doing her responsibility to save save people from suffering and killing. But because of that, the high was dead. And and because of that, she jumped into the river Dindung to kill herself in order to express her, to to uh, keep her, um, her integrity, to to keep integrity her in- integrity, and um, and she slipped. And thanks to the compassion of the Buddha, that she's still alive, that her this that this body is not yet uh, lost. And the last one, and today, when I meet you, I know I I have tasted life and death. I know what it's uh, what is life and death. And from the experience, Gyu is uh, wiser, wiser than Kim Jong, because she has gone through a lot of difficulties and suffering, and she has learned what is uh, um, what is dying and what's living. And um, and she asked him to to calm down. And that night, it was the night, it was an important night because Kim uh, Gyu was able to teach Kim Jong. Because before Gyu was trying to comply to every request of Kim Jong, even though she didn't want to play the sitar, but Kim Jong wanted her to do it, and she did. And she recalled, she recalled that she complied everything to Gil, but the one thing that she did not comply was having sexual relation with Kim Jong, because if. Otherwise, otherwise, she he would become her enemy. If he forced her to have sexual relation, then he would become her enemy. And that she had attained, um, she had t- attained purity, even though she's no longer in the form of a nun, but she's in the but she is a practitioner, and she has to purify herself. With the trainings, mindfulness trainings, and in principle, they are still oh, husband and wife. But in but in essence, if they are engaged in sexual relations, 
then they will become enemies. And so the last verse, the last line, the last poem is the, the, it's a very important that today when I meet you again, I have experienced life and death and that, and that my relationship to you is the same as before. Um, and Kim Jong was shocked when he heard that. She, he said that you're not a, just a, you're not a typical woman. You are a heroine, heroine. That I've been searching for you for so long, not to have sexual relation, but but because of a profound love for you. And when Kim Jong was able to accept, accept, accept her request of not having sexual relation, she stood up, adjusted her rope, and touched the earth before him, and said, "You are truly my, my, um, my um, soulmate." So we have about an hour before, um, before the new year. We will have rest before we come back here for the ceremony.